Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. With you on Sports Talk Mississippi. It's Wednesday afternoon, the 4th of August. Thanks for being with us. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, Michael Borky, Sports Talk coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. PearlRiverResort.com. Check out all that they've got going on, including tea times at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club and Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge and the Golden Moon Casino and Everything else. Good to be with you. We'd love for you to be a part of the conversation. As always, you can do that on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395, 601-879-4395. Check them out online at cspire.com. Middle of the week, boys, and uh, a day closer to the start of the college football season. What is up? Not, a whole Not everybody today. at once. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I'm, I'm just, you know, I went tie shopping today. Other than that, that that's been my whole day basically. That's a that's a is that a, a full day's work? It wasn't, and it, it was it didn't. It, I had to go to Columbus for it. But other than that, yeah. There you go. Did you, did you find something that pleases you? I did. I did. Well, I guess I got to know more. You bought a tie. What kind of tie did you buy? Like, what does it look like? <laughs> I think it's like. Gray with a little pink and blue in there. Okay. There you go. So, yeah. There you go. Borky, what's up? Oh, just doing the whole been in close contact with somebody that had, well, not me, but Aww. talking to somebody that has been in close contact with somebody that has it and deciding whether or not they should go get tested themselves and all that stuff. It's just, you know. Look. Nobody's Stuff, asking this for time my last year, I did not this. think we'd we'd still be dealing with this, but uh, alas, we are. Yeah. Why? Why? why can, can anybody give me a reasonable answer as to why testing is still the be all end all? Stop testing. And, and I know Donald well, we Trump. We got some when news he was on president, that I, I know when Donald Trump was the president, he got lambasted for saying that. But we don't constantly get tested for every ailment. Here's the deal. If you feel bad, stay home. If you feel really, really bad, go to the doctor. And if you feel so bad that the doctor thinks you need to be tested to figure out what's wrong with you and it turns out to be that you are COVID positive, so be it. Otherwise, what's the point? What I would say is, is this, is that you can carry the virus and be asymptomatic and then if you're in contact with someone who is immunocompromised, that's a problem. And I say that as a person who has a friend, a very close friend right now, that is immunocompromised. So I, I sort of understand why you need to be tested. Do you immediately go get tested to see, though, if you have the flu or if you no, have strep, I, if I you get, feel no, bad in the point. winter, 
and, and it, or if you have a little bit of a sore throat. I get your point. I'm just saying I understand why there are people still being tested. I think here's the – I'm not being flippant when I say this whole thing about being tested. I don't know how much longer we've got to go in COVID world before we learn that this is not going away. Remember what it was called last year? It was called COVID-19. Do you know why it was called COVID-19? Because there were 18 other strands of it before 19 came along. And now we've got the Delta variant. And next it'll be the Gamma variant. And then there may be another variant that's out there. We're going to have to learn to live in a COVID world. We, we just are. It, it's serious. It's bad. It's taken far too many lives. But we can't do what we did a year ago all over again. I agree with that. That doesn't work. It didn't work. That's not going to work. We've got to continue forward with life. And that's not to say don't be cautious or, or anything else. I just, I just, oh, my goodness. You know, the the... The drive and the demand for vaccine and everybody's got to be vaccinated and yet the efficacy rates of the vaccine are maybe not exactly because what they were initially purported to be. That's no way that's no way to get money out of the government right there. You gotta you gotta be on team vaccine and use your social media influence. So we we start making some money. Yeah. If you're listening, Governor Reeves, I am available. There you go. Borky, what were you saying just a second ago? You um... Well, it's football-related, it's sports-related, but we did get some news on the, the testing front. Now, it's important, and a lot of people in, in media are kind of missing it. So the NCAA, because we have to do this again, and I know people are sick of the conversation, but honestly, it's a big story going into this season. It is. It sucks that it is, but it is, uh, is how they're going to handle COVID this fall. There are people that think they shouldn't do anything at all. I understand why you think that. Uh, anyway, it's a story. The NCAA released their guidelines for this fall athletic season. The problem is they have no authority whatsoever. Like the SEC is going to do theirs here soon, release them, and that's what Ole Miss and Mississippi State will follow. The Conference USA is going to have their own, and that's what Southern Miss will follow. So I don't understand why the NCAA felt compelled to do their own. However... Most people believe that they will closely resemble each other. And don't forget how over-conservative the NCAA is when it comes to stuff like this. And their policy is vaccinated, asymptomatic, you're not getting tested. I mean, there are there's more layers, like if you have a super close contact and you're showing symptoms, then yes, they will test you. But the players that have gotten the shot... The teams that are at 95% like Alabama, they don't have to worry about postponements. They don't have to worry about cancellations. And that's the NCAA. I assume the SEC is going to be a little bit more liberal, not politically liberal, but more liberal with their policies than the NCAA has put out there. That, to me, was encouraging. It's a good sign. If you got it, we're not going to test you, which is absolutely the right policy. I, I tend to agree with you. I still think we're in a deal where rules are arbitrary. Policies are arbitrary. I mean, look at the mask rules in Mississippi for for public schools. 
You guys, I think we talked about this maybe not on the air the other day. I'm thankful that it's like this, but if the three of us were in a classroom together and we were all wearing masks and we had a group hug and tomorrow Michael Borky tested positive for COVID, well, Michael would have to stay home. But hey, Dad and I would not have to quarantine. We would not have to go in isolation. We would not have to miss any time from school. Now, if all three of us tested positive, then the whole class would be quarantined. That's what the Mississippi Department of Education and the State Department of Health, those are the rules that are in place. And frankly, it's going to allow for more students to go to school more often. There was a, um, I I guess somebody said that this was... um, on Paul Gallo's show this morning, Bradley Robertson is the uh, the superintendent at the Oxford School District. And he said that masks don't necessarily stop the spread of COVID, but they do stop the need for quarantine. That's where we are right now. And and the... the, the hey, Dad, you look like you're at pause for that. I don't Based know on the rules that are in place, that's where we are. It's yeah, almost like a tax agree. loophole. I don't necessarily agree with the first part of that statement. Okay. Well, and and for I am reading a text. I am not quoting. Right. I I didn't hear the interview specifically. But based on the policy that's in place, that is going to limit the number of quarantines for students at schools, which is a good thing because kids need to be in school. I don't think there's any debate about that. Virtual learning did not work. Kids didn't learn anything last year that were at home for the entire year checking boxes on iPads. That doesn't work. Sounds a lot like my school experience, if we're being honest. Well, but yeah, I mean, that's... (laughs) At least I was there, but I didn't learn anything. You know, there's a level of applying yourself that I suppose applies in every situation as well. True. But no, this is sports-related. And it's going to be university related. Have we got an announcement yet statewide for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Southern Miss, Delta State, and the other schools? No. No. Okay. Well, let me just peek behind the curtain. Here's what's coming. I don't think it's officially happened yet. All the schools are going to band together and they're going to do the exact same thing. And you know what that same thing is? They're going to tell everybody you got to wear a mask inside. That's what's coming. You're not going to have to wear a mask at a football game because it's an outside event. I don't know what they're going to do when we get to basketball season. Who knows? Outside event, you're going to be encouraged to wear a mask. It's not going to be mandatory. Inside, everybody's going to have to wear a mask. But at least as we stand right now, everybody's going back to school. And classes are going to be in person. We thought that maybe the news had died down a little bit with regard to conference expansion and realignment, and then we get a new story with really, really compelling quotes today from the Pac-12. We'll get to that next. This is Sports Talk Mississippi.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Checking in on your afternoon commute so far, a smooth ride with no reports of any accidents, just your usual drive time congestion. But remember, if you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. No drip roofing and construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certain team shingle installer, family owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No drip roofing and construction. 601-371-1051. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? Dream. <sighs> The new degree of comfort. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop, and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. It's a madness sale. We're back on the lot. The deals are astounding. Really? Stop the noise. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. It's what they're all about. Come see Steve Owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty. Pinnacle Motors on the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're hearing Sports Talk Mississippi. What? What? This is so awesome on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Wednesday afternoon. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad. You want to be part of the conversation? Let's do it. Ceasefire text line 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. 
The Mercury News out on the West Coast. That's where John Wilner hangs his hat and does the best job of anyone covering athletics on the West Coast, specifically the Pac-12. He had a conversation with, or maybe there was a press conference, with um, the president of Washington State, Kirk Schultz. Kirk Schultz, prior to being the president of Washington State, was the president at Kansas State. He Borky, served this on is some great committees, find. too, and stuff, I think. like He's involved in the hierarchy of college football decision-makers. I forget exactly what his titles are. He's on the are. college football playoffs yeah. board of managers. Yeah, he's on the board of managers. He's like Mark Keenum, at least involved in that way. Of course, Keenum's right. got a higher status. but Yeah, Keenum's the president of the board of managers, and Schultz is on that board. But I thought that these were incredibly insightful quotes. A lot of times when you get a quote from a college administrator, like, eh, uh, whatever. There's a president of the university that doesn't sound like .edu guy. So took kind of a measured approach to the possibility of Pac-12 expansion. Listen to some of what he said. If we add teams just to try to keep up with somebody else, but those teams don't grow our revenue base, do we really need to add them? There's a good starting point. Hey, what's the point? Like Texas Tech, for example. If you're the Pac-12, what does Texas Tech bring you? Honestly, what do they bring you? What the SEC has done is unify the other conferences in a way that nothing else could have in terms of working together. He was not reserved, by the way, in his assessment of the SEC's decision to add Texas and Oklahoma. He said, it, uh, here it is again. What the SEC has done is unify the other conferences in a way that nothing else could have in terms of working together. Is it okay that my reaction to that is good? Yeah. Get your act together and get competitive. That should be the reaction. You're tired of getting pushed around by somebody, you have two options. Move or get tough. I like the idea of getting tough. A lot of people now are very concerned about the predatory nature of the SEC. More presidents are talking. There's a lot of back and forth. The, the more presidents are talking, a lot of back and forth strikes me as a good thing. The characterization of the predatory nature of the SEC seems a little blustery. It's not that the SEC is predatory. The SEC is simply looking out for its members, period, in the way that Roger Goodell looks out for the finances of all the owners in the NFL. Greg Sankey, as the commissioner of the SEC, is looking out for the well-being of his 14 members, soon to be 60. It's kind of his job, right? That doesn't necessarily make the Southeastern Conference predatory in nature. But it does mean that they're willing to do whatever they've got to do that's in the best interest, financially especially, of its members. I'm not sure that's something that the SEC needs to apologize for. No. No, not at all. Not at all. Like you said, 
And, and again, I don't think uh, this latest discussion, I, I don't know how much the SEC was was pushing it. I think Texas and Oklahoma came to the SEC, and nobody's turning down an extra billion dollars a year. So, yeah, it's it's not it's not that the SEC is predatory. It's that the Big Twelve was weak, and this is the jungle. Uh, let's see here. David in Tupelo sends us a message. He says the SEC is opportunistic, not predatory. I mean, this is not a, like a, a check into cash place where they are preying on the customers. Is that a specific entity? I, I was using that like Kleenex covers all facial napkins. I, I wasn't check into cash is talk. a real oh well, my bad place. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's not Checking a predatory cash. lending institution. Sorry. <laughs> Forgive me. We get a phone call later. Yeah. Buddy of mine sends me a message that says conferences will cease to work together the minute one can add a Texas or OU type. Yeah. But the there's not only like three left. And, and nope. Notre Dame outside of the anywhere SEC. is going to the ACC. Right. There's Notre Dame, there's Ohio State. Maybe the Big Ten. No, I'm not saying the Big Ten. I'm saying talking about a Texas or OU type program that that's not in the SEC right now. Ohio State, Notre Dame, Clemson, maybe Southern Cal. Yeah, that's it. Um, I sense that in the aftermath of the announcement, there was some panic, but I don't think that's the case any longer. I've talked to presidents around the country. And what I've found is that people are taking a step back and taking a deep breath. They're saying, let's not rush into it and make a hasty judgment. Again, these are quotes from Kirk Schultz, who is the president and is a member of the Board of Managers, president of Washington State, and a member of the College Football Playoff Board of Managers. Nobody is on a deadline. At the same time... We don't want to have our head in the sand and just see where everything is one year later and hope it worked out for the best. There's some wisdom there. Amanda in Pike County says, The SEC is just a better product. This is sour grapes. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, she's right. I mean, mean, are there times where Vanderbilt and Missouri with apologies to those two institutions, are playing at 11 a.m. on Saturday morning in the first game of the day on SEC Network and nobody really cares? Sure. But when Mississippi State's playing Alabama, people all over the country care. When Ole Miss and LSU play, it's interesting. When Georgia plays South Carolina, that's an interesting matchup. And that's not even talking about matchups like Alabama, LSU, or Florida, Georgia, or the Iron Bowl, or the Egg Bowl, or or big rivalry. I'm just talking about random games from teams from opposite sides of the conference. When they meet, it's interesting. Does anybody care when Arizona State and Washington State play? Just your college football diehards. Nobody even knows that they did. I mean, there's an element of the whole tree falling in a forest with nobody around to hear it and it, whether or not it makes a sound to a game like that. And that's the thing. Over there, most of their people don't even care. I mean, I've told you the story about this 
my buddy who's a or was a wrestler at Stanford, and on Friday he'd go to class and be like, "Hey, you guys going to the game?" And they'd be like, "What game?" Like the students at Stanford didn't even care about the football team. They can't get a fifty thousand seat stadium to have twenty thousand people in it. And they've had a pretty good, solid, stable, steady program for a couple decades now. And, of course, the history attached to it. We get a message here that says, I do like the Pac-12 after dark. Yeah, everybody does. But you don't plan your day around it. It's what's on when you get in the bed at night and you fall asleep to that. I like Pac-12 football, but again, like you said, it's it's not. when's the last time the Pac-12 had a marquee football game? Well, there was a Pac-12 game. You were like, Saturday, that's the game. That's the game I'm going to be watching. I mean, when? when? I mean, it's when Southern Cal and Oregon were facing off. Or, yeah, but I mean, a decade know, Oregon ago? and Washington. Yeah. That's a good, I, I don't know off the top of my head, but when's the last time two top 10 Pac-12 teams met each other in November? More co- quotes here from Kirk Schultz. You have got to hold serve at home and make sure all the current members feel good about the conference financially and the direction it's headed. Newsflash, they don't. You can't have death by a thousand cuts where you lose one member here and then another there. There's absolutely truth to that. But that's why, you know, he said there are no deadlines here. I think the only conference that's working on any sort of a deadline, even if it's just kind of like a date that's floating out there in the ether is the Big 12. Because if another school or two gets picked off from the Big 12, then they're in crisis mode. And the sooner they solidify themselves, whether it's in some sort of a merger with the Pac-12, it's absorbing part of the AAC, it's going to join the AAC, the sooner the better on that front. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Tell you more about this when we come back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a beautiful day on tap. Sunny skies, high near 90 degrees. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 66. Your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 92. Thursday evening, partly cloudy, low around 70. And for your finally Friday, a 20% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 92. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at nodripms.com. Billium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. 
even remember the last time you changed your spark plugs? Well, then now's a good time. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and get a $15 gift card after mail-in rebate when you purchase four or more select Iridium spark plugs. Put the pep back in your car. Visit your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store or shop O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. DNS Diamonds is a quaint little jewelry store located on Market Street in Flowood. Our specialty is offering great values on jewelry you typically won't see in other stores. From antique and estate to our own custom designs. From decadent to affordable. You never know what you'll find on your next visit to DNS. And if you have unwanted, broken, or out of style jewelry, we can purchase it, consign it, or help you repurpose it. DNS Diamonds, where the end stands for Newton. 144 Market Street between Mia Bellas and the Great American Cookies. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. During this latest wave of the pandemic, State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs explains that the trend of younger individuals being admitted to the hospital is continuing. With the previous part of the pandemic, it was mostly older folks, but now we're seeing more and more people who are in younger age groups. And these are people who are very seriously ill in the ICU on life support. And sadly, many of these folks may not make it out of the hospital. Last week, the most hospitalized age group was under 50. An overwhelming majority of Mississippi's new cases, hospitalizations, and deaths remain among the unvaccinated. And one person is dead following an explosion in Jones County. According to WDAM, the explosion occurred this morning around 9.30 in the Moselle area as an employee was working to break down tires at a local recycling company site. At this time, it's unclear what caused the explosion. For more Mississippi news, find us online at supertalk.fm. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who they give it to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
When you listen to Super Talk Mississippi, you become part of a statewide community, a community of knowledgeable, engaged, enlightened, well-informed, hard-working men and women just like you, all eager to see the Magnolia State grow and prosper. There may be some disagreement on how to get there, but the goal remains the same, for each Mississippian to reach their American dream. Thanks for listening and being a part of the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi. Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. So we're going through this story from the Mercury News, San Jose Mercury News, where John Wilner does a fantastic job covering the Pac-12. And we were talking about some of the quotes in a story that he wrote from Kurt Schultz, who is the president at Washington State and is a member of the College Football Playoff Board of Managers. Really insightful stuff. By the way, the SEC declined to comment on the uh, remark that Schultz made about the SEC being predatory in nature. Not surprising. I, I don't know that there's any comment necessary there. What are you going to say? No, we're not. Yeah. Hide your kids, hide your wife. What are you going to say? Je- jealousy is an ugly. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, jealousy's not a great look on you. I'm trying to think of like a um, quote from the Predator, but I can't. Nothing's coming to mind. Here, here are a couple more. People are saying they like the affiliation that we all have geographically, talking about Pac-12, and from the standpoint of being research institutions. All the conversations I've had have been really positive that this is a good footprint, but we need to ask ourselves where we'll be as a conference in five years. All the conversations I've had are really focused on closing the revenue gap. That still drives a lot of decision-making. You could pick schools that make us a 16- or 18-team conference, but the next question is, okay, how does that close the revenue gap? I don't know if that means that we were asking the right question yesterday or it's good that somebody in the Pac-12 finally was smart enough to ask some of the questions that were relevant. They were – it's like – the Pac-12 schools, presidents, ADs, athletics departments were sheep that were being led by a blind shepherd for the last decade. And it was Larry Scott. It was on his watch that the Pac-12 came, like, like moved in such an opposite direction from the way that everybody else was moving financially. Terrible television deal. Terrible rollout of Pac-12 networks. Bad concept. It just has not worked. They've dug this hole themselves, and now they're that is finally. That's why they hired George Klaviakov. Was to come in that and fix it. down. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. I'm just doing it with a great deal of confidence. 
That's the way to go. Kind of like Batissimus. Quanzo Martin, you know. believe that was the uh, the word yesterday. It was. You're still saying it correctly. The second thing I hear about a lot is institutional fit. It's not about a particular state. It's more about similar styles institutionally. This is where the Pac-12 starts talking about its pedigree and how smart it is at all of its schools and its medical schools and its Tier 1 research and uh, AAU and all of the things like this. We have a major brand presence on the West Coast. If we add schools from different geographic regions, does that fit well? I kind of respect that, though. Uh, because uh, I think they should partner with the Ivy League. I saw somebody earlier today suggest it was on a Miami radio show. I think uh, wasn't the producer though. The producers know nothing. It's just the hosts that have all the inside info. Uh, said that um, <laughs> I caught that the Big Ten would pursue Miami in expansion. Why? Uh, that that's the point. I mean, we're jumping the shark here. Because Miami is an academically impressive university. But, but I, when I, I think of academically impressive university, I think of the 91 hurricanes. That's the first thing that comes to you. Every yeah. single one of these quotes is encouraging, though. And, and every time I hear one, I think the Big 12 could somehow survive this. Now, if I'm Iowa State and West Virginia, I'm trying to get out, regardless. Because they actually could. I, I think the Big Ten could take on Iowa State, possibly would. But as far as the league itself, I mean, if West Virginia goes and Iowa State goes and Kansas goes, sure doesn't sound like the Pac-12. This is just one guy, but he's clearly talking from a position of knowledge. It's just going to be like, all right, Baylor, TCU, Texas Tech, y'all come on down. Let's join up. Doesn't sound like that's going to be in the cards. So those teams have to go somewhere or maybe nowhere. Do you want the money shot? Yes. Here it is. This, out of everything that he said, there's a lot of really insightful stuff. A lot of really good stuff there. This is the most important thing that comes from this story, if you're a fan in the SEC. After the Texas and Oklahoma news, there was some pushback and some thought that maybe we don't need to expand. But the college football playoff still needs to expand to create more opportunities for more teams. There is more opportunity for Pac-12 schools with expansion with 12 teams than with four. Does it need tweaking? Perhaps. But I think there's a broad consensus that we need to move forward. I haven't heard anyone in the Pac-12 footprint who thinks we shouldn't expand. Look at small market schools like Washington State and that year we had with Gardner Minshew. What's our best shot to take advantage of a magical year like that? It's an expanded playoff. Ding, guys, ding, ding. you guys remember what bowl game they played in that year? And what the result was? We, I mean, we may not remember a situation where they went to the playoff, but I remember Michigan State's one appearance. I remember Washington's one appearance. They easy were, to remember, it's easy to remember tragic accidents like well, yeah. that. Yeah. But, but at least Washington held their own for the most part. I mean, they, they got beat pretty good, but they, they were competitive. They belonged there. Yeah, I, I got no idea. Did Washington State go to the Holiday Bowl? I don't remember. That's, the, that's why I'm asking. I have that's no the, idea I don't know how that yeah. season ended. 
Yeah. Off the top of my head, I cannot remember at all. So they had this magical year, great year, all that stuff. Didn't make the playoff, and so nobody gave a crap. Uh, that's the reality, and I'll look it up right now. All right. Ceasefire text line, here you go. What's wrong with the Pac-12 being proud of having good academics? Now you sound jealous. No, there's nothing wrong with the Pac-12 being proud of their academics. They won the Alamo Bowl, by the way. Oh, See, go. I mean, what kind of ro- they they won eleven games that year, and that was their reward. Yeah, well, they won ten. They won 10, was the yeah. So, so, so the reason that I kind of slid into East Coast elite, mono, you know, what dialect, even though we're talking about the West Coast, is it's hard for me to perk up and pay attention where you say we've got to focus on closing the revenue gap. We've got to figure out what schools we can add that will help us, that will make us more attractive. And then out of the other side, you go, yes, but we have to make sure it's schools that look and sound and act like us. Texas and Oklahoma would have fit. That was a big miss when the Pac-12 didn't pull that off a decade ago. Texas and Oklahoma are good schools academically. They're big schools. They're huge brands. The Pac-12 would be in a different place. But guess what? Larry Scott screwed that up, too. And the Big 12 made some concessions, and politicos got involved and all of that good stuff. But that was the opportunity for the Pac-12 to go, yeah, we're serious about this. We're going to get it right. But they were too busy launching Pac-12 networks. Not the Pac-12 network, but the Pac-12 networks which was like 14 television stations that the majority of the time that were, were blacked out with no programming, the programming that was on there was awful, and the overwhelming majority of the country couldn't get it or couldn't find it. That's what they were focused on. Like, I, there's so, I mean, goodness gracious, there's a lot in those quotes from Kirk Schultz. I think it's really, really interesting. I think that stuff's compelling. I think it's insightful. I think it shows legitimate thought. I do think the Pac-12 hamstrings itself a little bit when it starts talking about fit. Now, look, no disrespect intended here. The Pac-12's not trying to bring Boise State into the league. Because that's like everybody in the Pac-12 is apples and oranges, and Boise State's like, a little Debbie zebra cake. It's just not even the same thing at all. I love zebra cakes. Yeah, they're good. They're good. But Boise State academically is not in the same ballpark as UCLA or the University of Arizona or the University of Southern California, or the University of Colorado, or the University of Washington, or Washington State, so on and so forth. Just not not the same. It's not apples and oranges, it's apples and hammers. Now, there is an outlier in the whole, we want everybody to be like us. Arizona State doesn't really have the same cachet academically. There are a lot of good components of Arizona State academically, the broadcast school, and whatnot. But Arizona State and UCLA don't seem to be on the exact same footing academically either. 
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgate. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Checking in on your afternoon commute so far, a smooth ride with no reports of any accidents, just your usual drive time congestion. But remember, if you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Ridgeland Mitsubishi Summer Vacation Sales Event was so successful that we're extending it for another month. That's right. All month long, we're celebrating the red, white, and blue with a vacation from your car payment. July is vacation time at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right. We're offering no payments for the entire summer when you purchase a new Mitsubishi. Coming now. Pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s. We have the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Frost and the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander in stock right now. And make no payments for the entire summer. And we're giving you a free 40-inch TV with each purchase. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. No matter your past credit history, we'll work to get you approved. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you a top dollar for it. So if you're ready for a vacation, then get to Ridgeland Mitsubishi for no payments for the entire summer. Ridgeland Mitsubishi, when nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road, 12896-9600 today. Or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4, 7799. Hello, friends. This is Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. If you love agriculture and the great outdoors, and you don't want to miss the exciting new Ag and Outdoor Expo. 60,000 square feet of everything for ag and hunting and fishing. All on display in the brand new Mississippi Trademark, August 6th, 7th, and 8th. Put on by the great folks at the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And sponsored by Southern Ag Credit. Shop great deals on the latest guns, gear, clothing, and equipment. There's fun for the whole family. The Axe Women Loggers of Maine, the Fetch and Fish Dog Show, and the Big Buck Contest, Mississippi's largest display of trophy bucks. Saturday night, you don't want to miss the concert featuring national headliner Tyler Farr and hot Mississippi artists Adam Doliak and Hannah Everhart, along with Corey Smith. The Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo, August 6th through 8th. For more information, visit MississippiOutdoorExpo.com. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Shrimp. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Oysters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your Fresh Seafood Headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601-790-9407. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. What I said. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. 
arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Come on, Super Talk Mississippi. Check this out. Are you ready? Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Ceasefire text line, I think the Big 12 needs to get BYU, Boise State, Houston, Memphis, and Cincinnati. I'm not sure that any of those fall into the fit category that Kurt Schultz was talking about. If they're going to stay intact, you know, getting ahead of ourselves here, but it sounds like based on what he's saying in the Pac-12, they're not rushing to expand. You said yesterday that through conversations and educated guessing that the SEC's kind of done for now. I mean, of course, things can change, but right now, 16, they're good. That could change in a month or a year or 10 years, but not looking to add any more right now. I imagine the ACC's looking at adding a couple more. They certainly aren't going to let Clemson and Florida State lose without a fight. And also the TV deal kind of stops Clemson and Florida State from leaving anyway. So they're going to be good. The Big Ten is solid right now, really solid. TV deal's good. They've got big brands. like They're good. And And massive markets in their footprint. Huge markets, huge fan bases. They could add. They don't have to, but they could and maybe. Pac-12 doesn't sound like they want to just take on people to take on people. There's a chance that Bob Bowlesby's we need to stand firm actually happens. Like There's a chance. There may not be a home for Baylor, TCU, Texas Tech, Kansas State. I mean, who's taking Kansas State on? Probably nobody. So the Cincinnati, Memphis, even Houston's, BYU, if they can get around not playing any events with BYU on Sundays, Boise State, that's not attractive, but that may be what they have to do. They may not have another choice but to invite a UCF into their conference, especially because it doesn't sound like the core that's left is going to really be pursued by anybody. You're saying the Big 12 may have to look at those Right, yeah. Options. So counter to the texture, the pact, it certainly sounds like a big-time involved leader in Pac-12 is not really keen on adding teams for the sake of it. And adding Texas Tech, to the Pac-12 would be just adding a team for the sake of it. They would bring you nothing. Hey, Dad, was Kirk Schultz, was that a name that was familiar to you? No. No, never heard of him. My buddy Tim tipped me off on this. 2001 to 2005, Kirk Schultz, director of the Swalm School of Chemical Engineering, 2005 to 2007, director of the Bagley, I'm sorry, dean of the Bagley College of Engineering, 07 to 09, VP for Research and Economic Development, all at Mississippi State, and then from 09 to 16, President at Kansas State. Now I know who he is. There you go. So, um, Kirk Schultz. There's an SEC background there. And knows how the sauce probably shapes made. the way he looks at things a little bit. Yeah, you would think. Yeah. 
So trying to. That's a guy that's worked at North Dakota, Michigan Technical College, Mississippi State, Kansas State, and now Washington State. Yeah, sort of. I mean, talk about Ben all over. A diverse he, background, no doubt. He definitely has. You know, he's been on on every side of of these of these kind of uh, conversations, I guess. Yeah. Keith Carter will join us on the Farm Bureau phone line coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. We'll start the 5 o'clock hour with Keith Carter. We will talk with him, unfortunately, a little bit about COVID protocols and if there there are things that are changing or that they are preparing for internally. Guys, we're five weeks away, four and a half weeks away. I don't think we're going to see anything where you have a major shift in planning at Mississippi State, at Ole Miss, the other schools in the SEC. I think we are going into a football season where stadium capacities will be packed house, y'all come. I think you're right. I I don't get any indication that that is changing. But... (laughs) There are real concerns right now with COVID issues that are out there. Are we even calling it COVID anymore, or am I supposed to call it the Delta variant? It's still COVID. Also, when we talked with Keith Carter last week, we spoke with Keith Carter and John Cohen on the same day when we were at the uh, KLLM unveiling of the equipment trucks for Ole Miss and State, Southern Miss and Jackson State. That was the day that this was all, like everybody was drinking from a fire hose. We talked equipment trucks in Texas OU that day and that was it. In addition to our conversations with the athletics directors. There was very little though at that point that Keith and John could say much. See if we can learn anything more. What does it mean for Ole Miss? What does it mean for Mississippi State that Texas and OU are coming to the SEC? Take a quick timeout. Four o'clock hour is next. This is Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. I'm Rich Dennison. Millions of renters have more time after the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention issued a new moratorium on evictions through October 3rd. The ban would halt evictions in counties with substantial and high levels of virus transmission and is a reversal for the administration, which pointed to a recent ruling from the Supreme Court that said a moratorium could only be extended by an act of Congress. Fox's Rachel Sutherland in Washington. The World Health Organization is urging countries to hold off on providing coronavirus booster shots until poor nations can increase vaccination rates until at least the end of september to enable at least 10 percent of the population of every country to be vaccinated who director general tedros adnan gabriasis the group doesn't have authority to require action but urges g20 nations to cooperate america's listening to fox news 
When your gears aren't doing exactly what they need to do, Coleman Taylor Transmission is the one for you. With 60 years in business, our professional ASC certified technicians at Coleman Taylor Transmission have the experience and training to provide automatic transmission repairs, rebuilds, transmission flushes, and much, much more. And ask about our free towing and free diagnostics as well. Call 601-355-8526. 601-355-8526. Or online at ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. That's ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The State Board of Education has formally asked Governor Reeves to declare a state of emergency in the Holmes County Consolidated School District. The board voted Tuesday to officially request the declaration, and if approved, the district's accreditation would then be withdrawn, the board disbanded, and an interim superintendent would then be appointed. It was revealed Monday through the results of an audit that the district is in violation of 26 of the 32 standards that must be met by all Mississippi public school districts. And the city of Vicksburg will soon post the names of those with outstanding fines online. The Vicksburg Post reports that a resolution was approved Monday to publish the names of those who owe back fines and who are charged in contempt of court warrants. Currently, there's over $3 million in back fines that are owed to the city. A launch date has not been finalized. Stephen Gagliano, Talk Mississippi News. It's the first day of the first grade And she found a new best friend It's a laid-back Sunday afternoon You wish would never end The homemade taste of bluebell And good friends gathered round The good old days are being made right now Her original gold-rimmed homemade vanilla the country's gold standard of ice cream flavors since 1969. Its hand-cranked taste takes you back to simpler times. That's why we put the word home right on the carton. The good old days are being made right now. The good old days are being made right now. Oxford native and Ole Miss alum Sam Kendricks was barred from competing in the pole vault in Tokyo following a positive COVID-19 test, and he's now waiting out his 10-day isolation period in a Tokyo hotel before he can return to the United States. He detailed his current situation while speaking with Sports Talk Mississippi on Tuesday. They put you in a hotel room. Uh, You're not allowed to open the window. You're not allowed to leave your room for the 10-day period except to pick up meals, and they monitor you by phone. They tell you when to pick up your meals by intercom. It's really... All rather odd. Kendricks was admitted to the Olympic Village after several negative tests, but tested positive the following day. Not only did the positive test leave him unable to compete, Kendricks was then unable to even watch his own event. There is a 19-inch TV here that plays the Japanese Olympics on TBS. But they did not show the pole vault last night because I do not believe a Japanese athlete was in it. Kendricks does hope to compete in the 2024 Olympics in Paris. Stephen Gagliano, Super Talk Mississippi News. 
Trustmark checking fits you to a T. Use the My Trustmark app to bank anywhere from your truck to a tent. Make mobile payments at retailers from Tampa to Tacoma. And with new Plus checking, you'll even get discounts on trips. Trip? Ah,、uh, hey, you stole my line. You need Plus checking. It has identity theft protection too. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. I just love sports, and I especially love my sport, Brian. Brian is my superhero on the weekends because he is a barbecue grill master. That boy knows how to heat up some charcoal. Woo! We just love it when we smell that delicious Polk smoked sausage on the grill. Whether it's Polk's original, smoked with a hint of sage, Polk's Cajun with a kick of Cajun seasoning, or Polk's garlic and green onion with, well, garlic and green onions. Tell your sport you want Polk's on his grill. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from two to three p.m. right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point three. It's big. Brace yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices on Super Talk Mississippi. This town been a long time coming, been a long hard drive. Gonna smoke some, gonna drink some, gonna find a little trouble if not. We're gonna make some. Four o'clock hour with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, thank you for being with us. You want to be part of the conversation? We would love to hear from you on the Ceasefire text line. Get ready for faster phones. Ceasefire is rapidly expanding 5G as part of a billion-dollar investment into their 5G and fiber networks over the next three years. That means more coverage, more reliability, and more speed. Learn more online at ceasefire.com. We are coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Great spot to be. Pearl River Resort, home of the Golden Moon Casino. For more, visit them online at Pearl River Resort. dot com. So Kansas State, I'm sorry, State of Kansas, not happy with what's happening, and they've decided that ESPN is the big bad bully. So Bob Bowlesby sent the cease and desist letter. Burt Magnus fired back. There's nothing for us to cease and desist. And then the next quote we got publicly from Bob Bowlesby was. Both sides have decided that it is better not to discuss this publicly. Yeah, probably so. The good senator from Kansas, Roger Marshall, disagreed. From the desk of Roger Marshall, M.D., Senator, State of Kansas, earlier today. Dear Attorney General Garland. That would be the United States Attorney General, the Honorable Merrick Garland. As you may know, the University of Texas in Austin, the University of Oklahoma and Norman have announced that they do not intend to renew their contract at the Big 12 Conference. They've also been formally invited to join the Southeastern Conference. What is less apparent are the allegations that ESPN is encouraging and working to ensure this move occurs. And then he goes on to cite. Multiple news articles 
with things like evidence that ESPN was manipulating all this. ESPN acquired the prized SEC on CBS package, giving uh, them 100% of the SEC's television rights and so forth. He wraps it up by saying, I write today to ask that the Department of Justice investigate ESPN's role in the potential destruction of the Big 12 Conference and if any anti-competitive or illegal behavior occurred relating to manipulating the conference change or ESPN's contractual television rights. As a taxpaying citizen of this incredible country, I, for one, would love our Federal Department of Justice to waste, excuse me, to, to use valuable time and resources and our money to investigate ESPN manipulating deals that got Texas and Oklahoma out of the Big 12. I don't want the DOJ focused on anything else, not crime and terrorism. No, I want them Not focused. LSU. Not LSU. Oh, no, not where real crimes occur in college athletics. No, I want them to investigate ESPN. Yeah. Please. Please do nothing, that. Nothing else going on in the country right now that we could funnel federal dollars into. This, this sounds like exactly where we need to have our focus right now. My God. People are elected to lead us. I don't have a huge issue with politicians getting involved, at least the periphery level of sports. But you got to really kind of know what you're talking about, don't you? No. What? To get into politics, you have to know what you're talking about? I think it's the opposite. Yeah. Just open your mouth and whatever spills out. See Tuberville, comma, Tommy. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Three branches of government, offense, defense, and special teams. Do we do anything else with this? No, it'll go nowhere. I mean, do you really think the attorney general's going to be like, yeah, get me, let's get on that? No. It's really interesting to see. Really interesting to see how some of this shakes out. All right, let's get into some other things. Gus Malzahn said today that the college football playoff expansion not only doesn't need to be delayed, but it needs to happen as soon as possible. There appears to be some pushback from other leagues. We've discussed that in the first hour. Is the pushback from any other league other, is is it anything other than hurt feelings? Oh, 100% just hurt feelings. There's no, we we talked about it when this this story first came out. There's no legitimate, realistic reason to, if if you run a conference, especially if you're not the SEC, to want to, to, to delay this. So, yeah, anybody who's saying, yeah, let's delay it is just, well, the SEC got Oklahoma and Texas, and I'm mad about that. Borky, it doesn't take long for us to get to revisionist history, right? I mean, you mentioned yesterday the, the pushback that Greg Sankey gave to some of this idea of we got to slow down. 
What was it he said yesterday? Oh, gosh, I don't remember exactly. What? I'm drawing a complete Wasn't it blank. something along the lines of, hey, we were the ones that were fine with it uh, at four? Yeah. That was that was me who said that. Yeah. That, uh, my apologies. Yeah, that, that we, 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 you know, we're not the ones who have been pushing for change because the SEC has been the only conference to get two teams in. He says that, and he also wrote the proposal. Yeah, but you remember <laughs> when we got the quotes after the fact, Bob Bowlesby and Jack Swarbrick talking specifically about how Greg Sankey was, I think it was Bowlesby, that said the SEC is going to be fine regardless. It doesn't matter what the format is. They're going to be in it. And Greg Sankey was willing to kind of set that aside and do what was best for college football as a whole, college football writ large. And now everybody's like, well, the SEC is going to have a stranglehold on the playoff. It's not really any different than it was. I mean, think about it. They're not Oklahoma gonna ever just going to have a different street address. They're going to be part of the playoff regardless. At a 12-team playoff, they'll never have 50% the way they had in 2017. That's a good point. So six conference champion qualifiers, or is it five? It was six, wasn't it? And then yeah, six at large spots. Yeah. So the SEC is going to get an automatic qualifier as a conference champion because they'll be ranked high enough to get that. And then what? Two or three more most years? Yeah. There could be an Armageddon year, I suppose, where the SEC potentially gets four more, four of the six at large spots. Yeah, where a year where you've got an undefeated, maybe two undefeateds and three one-loss teams that all sort of cannibalized each other but but when in the world has that happened yeah that's that seems unlikely it's gonna have to be a year well sort of what we've been talking about where either state or Ole Miss has a year where they're skipping Alabama Georgia Texas Florida and and, and Oklahoma is there, are, are those kind of years possible I imagine they are so could that happen something like that I mean it's like there's a season where the league is incredibly top heavy where you have an Alabama go completely undefeated, they beat a one-loss Georgia or Florida in the SEC championship game, and then you got LSU at ten and two, and Ole Miss or Mississippi State at ten and two, yeah. and Kentucky at ten and two, yeah. or Tennessee at ten and two. Yeah, I'm so just, and I guess sitting in the southeast, people would say it's from a position of benefit, but I am so sick of hearing that, well, the SEC could dominate the playoffs. Well, whose fault is that? That's such a loser's mentality. Oh, we shouldn't do this because the SEC might get six teams. Well, then you get better. It's not somebody else's fault that they're successful and you are not. The expanded playoff is what's best for college sports. And I don't just say that as somebody in SEC land. Jeremy McLean, the athletic director at Southern Miss, said so. Gus Malzahn, the head coach at UCF, said so. We've got the president of the uh, of Washington State and the Pac-12 saying so. It's what's best for college football as a whole. But if you want to delay this because, oh, the SEC might get six teams, there's one way to solve that. Get better. Get good. 
It's not somebody else's fault they're better than you at something. Either get better or shut up. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Good to be with you on this Wednesday afternoon. we got more coming up. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Checking in on your afternoon commute so far, a smooth ride with no reports of any accidents, just your usual drive time congestion. But remember, if you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right. Because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org, make a donation, and help change your life today. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wraps to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Shrimp. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Oysters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your Fresh Seafood Headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601-790-9407. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Let the broadcasting of the disturbed continue. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi.
is coming out. What, 93, 94? No, no, no. Earlier than 93, that? 93, 94? Yeah. I was in high school. Hmm. Good we had a device. Hold on. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Came out in 92. Yeah. You know who else 92. came out in 92? <laughs> this Michael guy. Michael Borky. Man, I've got one more year to milk this. Once once you're out of your twenties, you're not young anymore. Like I, I've got I've got a year you have to a kid. Milk this. You're not young anymore anyway. Yeah, true. But I can't milk. Once you hit thirty, it's like all right, man. Nobody cares. Jeff in Oxford, ceasefire text line. We don't want to get better. We don't want you to be as good. <laughs> He says that's happening in all aspects of life around our country, not just in college football. It's an absolute fact. You worked hard. You have something better. It should be mine now. Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got a message earlier. It was from, uh, I think it was from James in Hattiesburg. And he just pointed out that you, you can talk all you want about closing the gap revenue-wise and wanting to be on par with the SEC. But there's something, and Borky, you alluded to this earlier today, that's different. And what's different is there are a lot of people on the West Coast that don't care. They don't care about UCLA football or Stanford football or Cal football or fill-in-the-blank football or basketball or any other sport. Baseball, we've seen that up close and personal. People give a crap here. Religion, college football, politics, food. Not necessarily in that order. Not necessarily in that order. It's cultural. I mean, there's that quote that's been out there for forever. And and I'm going to not get it exactly right, but it was... You know, in the Midwest, football is a cultural experience. In the on the West Coast, it's a tourist attraction. And in the East, it's a family reunion. But in the South, it's a religion. And Saturday is the holy day. Again, I, I did not get that verbatim, but but you understand the idea. Shane says it just means more. I mean. The ad campaign was pretty spot on, whether you thought it was ridiculous or not. Yeah. And it's not just football, right? Now, is there the same level of passion across the footprint of the entire conference for basketball? No. But for baseball, there is. But there is, well, most places. Yeah. It's like everybody's passionate about football, first and foremost, Kentucky notwithstanding. But even and they then put there's 65,000 in there. Do what? Even they put 65,000 in their stadium. Exactly. I mean, I, I, I'm not sure that Kentucky gets credit for caring about football as much as it does. I, I think Kentucky fans care about football. It's just that basketball's such a big deal, and that's what they are, and they've been so good. I mean, they've been Alabama in football, just not recently. Kentucky's only won one national championship with John Calipari as his coach. That is correct. Yeah. 
But I mean, it, you know, think about the state of Arkansas and the state of Louisiana. All right, so Arkansas, it's all three sports. I mean, it's football, passionate about, basketball, passionate, baseball, crazy passionate. Single school state. Same thing in Louisiana. Although Louisiana does have professional sports with the Saints and the Pelicans, it's still an LSU state. It's LSU football. And then it's LSU baseball. And then a distant third is LSU basketball. I mean, fourth is embezzling from a hospital. (laughs) National pastime. Skip says that I forgot hunting and fishing. I'm sorry. Yeah, hunting and fishing. Fourth at LSU is cooking, then embezzling from a hospital. I don't want to get that wrong. Hey, that guy's out of prison now. What do you think he's doing? I don't know. Let me look at their recruiting class in a few weeks, and I'll tell you. He got an early release for good behavior. Good for him. Made a, made a mistake. There's Marino <laughs> Kasem at Alcorn State who was credited with the Saturday is the Holy Day quote. Yeah. The Godfather. About that. I had forgotten about that. We alluded yesterday. I think this was in our conversation with Barrett Sully about streaming services and that becoming a thing in college football. When was Amazon Prime or Hulu or Netflix going to get into the business of college sports? Maybe sooner than you think. Notre Dame's home opener against Toledo will air exclusively on Peacock. Hey, I have that. NBC subscription streaming platform. Did you ever think you would see the day where a Notre Dame home game wasn't on big NBC? I saw a tweet today, so that has big, let's start the Big Ten network with Michigan versus App State energy. Yeah. Can the Rockets pull it off? I don't know if we covered all the bases on the whole, are we pressing the brakes? We certainly didn't talk about that quote coming from Gus Malzahn, where he said, not only does not do we not need to slow things down with regard to expansion, it needs to be full steam ahead. It needs to be as soon as possible. Is that because of where he is now? Yes. Yep. He's also correct, but yeah. I think Gus Malzahn has had a good influence down there because he's taken up their their banner. But I don't know if you saw this. I know we didn't talk about it. Florida and Central Florida announced a series, and they're playing two in Gainesville and one in Orlando, which we all said is what they should do. But Kevin White or Danny White, I'm sorry, was so adamant. We will never do that. We want a home and home. We want a home and home. Gus Malzahn obviously got in there was like, we can get one game with Florida here. Take it. We'll play two there. I don't care. I think Malzahn. I think Malzahn was a great hire for Central Florida, and I think beyond just what he can do on the field, I think he provides a little common sense coming from SEC country. Danny White's a nice guy, and I think he's a good athletics director. 
He, he certainly is, is good in terms of promoting. But you know what he's really good at doing? And, and I don't even necessarily mean this as a negative. It's going to sound like that. He's really good at self-promoting. He's good at finding a camera, finding a microphone, getting a soundbite out there, giving you a quote. When Danny White was the director of the foundation, Ole Miss rolled out kind of a half-baked plan for football stadium expansion that was shy on details but had some color pictures. And that kind of got things started. And there was a whole lot of cleaning up that had to be done to that process to actually go through the, what was it, Campaign for Excellence or Forward Together. I don't even remember what the name of it was. It's how they ultimately built the arena and they did the football stadium expansion and all, all of those things. Built the pavilion, I'm sorry. But you know what Danny White got to put on his resume? Launch campaign for construction of the pavilion and bowling in of the south end zone or expansion of the south end, whatever else it was. So I got to go on the resume. And then Danny Danny White, almost said Danny Bjork, somebody sent us a message that he got his training from Ross Bjork. Then he goes to UCF, and what does he do? He hires some good coaches. They get things moving in the right direction. But more people knew Danny White's name because of the stink and the fuss that he created with regard to we're not playing Florida anything other than a home-and-home, and we deserve to be national champions, and let's go have a parade at Disney World and all of those things. It was promotion for the school, but it was also promotion for him, and guess what? It worked beautifully for Danny White. Now the athletics director at the University of Tennessee is making like $2 bucks a year, or three, or whatever the number is. Maybe we all should be in the self-promotion business. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a beautiful day on tap. Sunny skies, high near 90 degrees. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 66. Your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 92. Thursday evening, partly cloudy, low around 70. And for your finally Friday, a 20% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 92. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Whether it's getting the kiddos to school. I love you. Bye, Mom. Or taking it off-road and uphill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. We've got the right tires for you. Tire Depot has a huge selection of tires for every budget and every purpose. From everyday drivers to extreme off-road performance, Tire Depot has you covered. Alignments, mounting and balancing, lift kits, and general repair. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. 
Hello friends, this is Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. If you love agriculture and the great outdoors, and you don't want to miss the exciting new Ag and Outdoor Expo. 60,000 square feet of everything for ag and hunting and fishing. All on display in the brand new Mississippi Trademark, August 6th, 7th, and 8th. Put on by the great folks at the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And sponsored by Southern Ag Credit. Shop great deals on the latest guns, gear, clothing and equipment. There's fun for the whole family. The Axe Women Loggers of Maine, the Fetch and Fish Dog Show, and the Big Buck Contest, Mississippi's largest display of trophy bucks. Saturday night, you don't want to miss the concert featuring national headliner Tyler Farr and hot Mississippi artist Adam Doliak and Hannah Everhart, along with Corey Smith. The Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo, August 6th through 8th. For more information, visit MississippiOutdoorExpo.com. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, SUVs built to command the road. And the 2021 F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Drive one at your Mid-South Ford dealer today. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The State Board of Education has formally asked Governor Reeves to declare a state of emergency in the Holmes County Consolidated School District. The board voted Tuesday to officially request the declaration, and if approved, the district's accreditation would then be withdrawn, the board disbanded, and an interim superintendent would then be appointed. It was revealed Monday through the results of an audit that the district is in violation of 26 of the 30 to standards that must be met by all Mississippi public school districts. And the city of Vicksburg will soon post the names of those with outstanding fines online. The Vicksburg Post reports that a resolution was approved Monday to publish the names of those who owe back fines and who are charged in contempt of court warrants. Currently, there's over $3 million in back fines that are owed to the city. A launch date has not been finalized. Stephen Gagliano, Super Talk Mississippi News. This is Jake Mangum for Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. One of the most underrated attributes in baseball is determination. It's one thing to want to do something and another altogether to get it done. That's why I love the team at Farm Bureau. They get the job done every single time. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. I what I said. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Seaspire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Seaspire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. 
Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's more. Super Talk Mississippi. series when NC State had a little bit of a COVID issue and they had to go home early. Well, the uh, the news and observer is that Raleigh or Charlotte or it's in Raleigh. Maybe not. Anyway, in North Carolina. Newspaper there. They sent a little uh, FOIA request to NC State for all of its communication about the College World Series. Got hundreds of pages of documentation, including letters from the president of the university to the president of the NCAA, Mark Emmert. NC State Chancellor Randy Woodson um, wrote that school officials could not get a meeting with decision makers at the College World Series until 4 o'clock Eastern on Thursday, June 24th. They first had a player and coach test positive for COVID-19 on Tuesday, June 22nd. A participating school that had two positive COVID tests couldn't get a meeting with anybody from the NCAA to talk about protocols and what to do. Elliot Avent wrote on Sunday, June 27th to his president, We do not have clear answers from NCAA officials. When they realized their mistakes and lack of preparation, they proceeded to cover their tracks and incompetence by making up rules and guidelines on the fly. That's what the head baseball coach at NC State sent to his university chancellor. This is what we're dealing with. Woodson's letter... Sounds which right. was dated July 1st and was sent to Mark Emmert, provides insight into NC State's pursuit of answers and its frustration with how the NCAA handled the situation. It reads, in part, we take full accountability for the positive results that led to our team's departure. However, we still have many significant concerns about the NCAA's handling of protocols and communications with our team and our university. Among the concerns, quote, a clear lack of on-site coordination between the NCAA and local health officials. Quote, confusion about roles among NCAA and public health personnel and confusion about who was in charge. Quote, insufficient planning regarding isolation and quarantine and how to conduct contact tracing. Quote, again, disrespectful lack of communication from the NCAA. 
a lack of defined protocols and procedures related to the handling of a positive coronavirus case. All of those things were concerns. Mark Emmert responded six days later on July 7th, offered his sympathy but defended, I know you're shocked, his organization. I am confident that the NCAA staff and committee members follow the protocols that all schools agreed to follow. Thanks, Mark. Definitely give him the benefit of the doubt on that one. And so I come back to my question again. When is it enough? Mark Emmert has a job and he gets his power from the presidents and the chancellors of colleges and universities, the membership of the NCAA. Now, they got that board that gave him the extension in the middle of the gender equity deal with the NCAA tournament, which, by the way, the government is now taking up in terms of investigation. If you want to put a stop to the incompetence, stop allowing the incompetence. Why will the presidents and the chancellors not rid us all of Mark Emmert? Why? If as the president of a university... You were as bad at your job as Mark Emmert is at his. Do you know what your board of regents would do? They would fire you. Do you need examples? We will give them to you. The University of Mississippi did it a couple of years ago. What was his name? I can see him. I can't think of his name. Jeffrey Vitter. Thank you. Chancellor Gumball. He was not Come good on. at his job. He did not communicate well publicly. I know he was a fabulous engineer, scientist, DNA, something or other. And I think he was a decent enough person, but he was the public face of a university that did not have forward-facing communication skills and did not have the ability to raise a dime. Therefore, eventually, it took longer than it should have, but eventually he was ousted. Jeff Long got sideways with his board at Arkansas as the athletics director, and he was fired. They said, we want you to fire the football coach. He said, I'm not going to fire the football coach. They said, okay, sit in the chair out there in the hallway. We'll be back with you in four hours. And when they called him back in, they fired him. That's what boards of regents or in the state of Mississippi, the IHL, do. At some point... If you have an extended run of incompetence, you are released of your duties. You are fired. You are terminated. Mark Emmert, just babbling incompetence, and he gets extensions on the regular. Why? This is one of those things, you know, I've, I've talked about it before. I said, well, as long as everybody's making money, nobody cares. But we've got proof that money was lost under He's cost his hundreds watch. of millions of dollars. Yeah. So I don't have a good answer other than people like him. Maybe the right people like him. You know, 
that there's just, you know, we're going to look out for our guy here. Nothing else makes sense. I'm just relieved that, yes, I know especially in this state, baseball in the College World Series matters. And so I'm not diminishing what happened there because that was ridiculous. And you saw in the NCAA tournament, yes, I am very aware and I am very pro-capitalism. If you generate more revenue, you get treated differently. But that's not how the NCAA is supposed to operate. And there was clearly a discrepancy between the men's and the women's basketball tournament. Like, that's not how it's supposed to go when you're not supposed to be generating revenue. They're not a capitalist organization. It's not a business. At least, it's not how it's supposed to be. But those aren't as important as football. And at least, aside from investigations of impropriety, they don't have a say in how football is operated. They don't determine the champion. They don't determine the postseason. They don't determine conference and realignments. They don't even set the COVID protocols. So at least we don't have to deal with them when it comes to football. If there's a silver lining to all of this, that kind of stuff with NC State will not happen this season in the SEC because it's Greg Sankey and the people in Birmingham that will be setting these and dealing with it and not those clowns in Indianapolis. If there's a silver lining, let that be it. Yeah, I'd be all for boot, Mark Emmert, do a little bit of a reset and figure out a way to keep the NCAA. Because I do think it serves a purpose. The whole idea that we just blow the whole NCAA up and the big schools back away and they go form their own thing, you know what they're going to do? They're going to go form a new bureaucracy that's going to screw stuff up too. Because that's the nature of bureaucracy. So I, I don't know what the point of blowing one thing up to just go create another Unless you can't get the autonomy. That's the thing that's most fascinating to me. Uh, we, can, we can talk about expansion and conference realignment and college football playoff and all that stuff. To me, the most fascinating thing that is out there right now as it pertains to the NCAA is whether or not the Power Five, the Autonomy Five, whatever you want to call them specifically, is going to get the power to make decisions that are in the best interest of itself. It does sound like that's where it's trending. Greg Sankey made it sound that way when we talked to him. He did. And if that power can be given to the schools that want to exercise that power, then the NCAA can continue to exist and can serve an important role. And maybe Mark Emmert has finally waved the white flag. Maybe that's kind of what some of his statements recently have been about. But by all means, pay him $3 million a year and extend his contract out for four more years. By all means. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll wrap up the 4 o'clock hour next, and then Keith Carter will join us to start things off in the 5 o'clock hour.
of Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Checking in on your afternoon commute so far, a smooth ride with no reports of any accidents, just your usual drive time congestion. But remember, if you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Rogers Dev Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabs Fleet. Call the Rogers Dabs Business Elite Fleet Team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dabs Chevrolet. Find new roads. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a black label bridge builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the black label bridge builders. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay-and-play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. 
where Mississippi comes to talk. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Here comes more Sports Talk Mississippi. You ready, guys? On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi State has released this university news, not athletics news. Uh, it's plans for the start of the fall 2021 semester. You can go to the website msstate.edu and read under the headline, MSU releases new COVID policy as surge grows. Recent surge in national, regional, and state COVID cases, particularly the Delta variant, is concerning and requires that MSU closely monitor these evolving conditions and respond. With the beginning of the fall 2021 semester, MSU will temporarily require masks for all indoor activities and in all indoor locations on our campuses, including non-personal vehicles and public transit. The only exception will be in private offices. After the first few weeks of the fall semester, it's our hope that MSU may be able to move to mask optional policies if the number of cases on campus and in the community decreases. Decrease. And vaccination uh, vaccination rates improve substantially. And they give you options on how you can get a vaccine. So all indoor activities, classes, etc. at Mississippi State will temporarily require masks. Which I told you was coming at the beginning of the show today. And guess what else is coming? The exact same announcement from all this. That is better than virtual classes, though. I mean, I, look, it's, I said that on Twitter about where we live, the Oxford School District. There are a lot of people that are up in arms about kind of the changing of the policy. They went from mask optional to mask required to start the year. I think it's through August 20th, and they'll reevaluate, and people are, oh, can't do that. Better than iPads at home. Is it fun? No. Is it necessary? Eh. Not entirely sure about that. But... Based on the guidance from the State Department of Health, gives you a better chance to be at school for longer. We've already seen some outbreaks in some school districts that started a couple of weeks ago, had to shut things down. You've got extracurricular activities, band, football, et cetera, across the state that have already been shut down because of outbreaks, which is in the definition of the State Department of Health, three or more people. We just got to have real classes and real classrooms. There's some people that think virtual classes are coming on campus. I think I want to believe that the universities are going to fight tooth and nail to avoid that. I know you got some crazy professors that think it's the greatest thing in the world because 
They don't have to put shoes on and go to school, go to work. But whatever. I mean, they, once they get into the classroom, they took their shoes off. Nobody's going to say anything. Pajama pants. I'm just saying. I've, I've seen some slovenly professors in my day. <laughs> Through the years. Yeah. I think, that's, I think that's why a lot of them get into the business. Like, make your own hours, wear your own clothes. Borky, does that news concern you as it pertains to athletics? No, not yet. I don't think that they can do this. I don't understand the liability side of it. I do wish at some point, though, we could say, and I I mean, I have a feeling Keith Carter is going to say basically that when you ask him about what's your plans right now. It's, well, first of all, Football stadium's not a dome. It is outdoors, and we know a lot about outdoor spread. Doesn't happen very well. Not very efficient outside, which is good. And also, this shot is readily available. And regardless of what you read on your aunt's Facebook page, the shots are readily available, and they are functioning. They How are you know? They are working. And everything you possibly need to know about this is out there for you. There's not questionable risk anymore we know what it's like we know what it can do to you there is a shot three of them readily available for you and they have been proven to work so at this point if you don't have it and you go to a game and you get it from somebody else you that's on you it is your fault and i want live with it i wonder if there'll be a little difference State's press box is open. The Ole Miss press box is not. Will they force the Ole Miss media to wear meat to wear a mask? Will state media be able to get away with not doing it? I don't know. That's a that's something that just just occurred to me. We shall see. Keith Carter will join us on the Farm Bureau phone line next. Maybe he can tell Sports, us. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be right back. I'm Rich Dennison. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona was in a Baltimore school today discussing plans to get kids back in the classroom this fall. Cardona emphasized vaccinating children 12 and older and using the $130 billion in American Rescue Plan funds to help schools with reopening. But Cardona is also insisting students wear masks to school. This is setting up quite a fight with a number of red states which have banned the mask mandate in schools. And there could be significant pushback from some parents who don't want their children wearing masks all day long. Fox's Mike Emanuel. NASCAR is the latest organization to announce masking requirements amid rising coronavirus cases. Beginning this weekend with races at Watkins Glen in New York, all NASCAR personnel, regardless of vaccination status, must wear face masks in enclosed areas at all times. Face masks are not required outdoors. Fox's Jared Max, America's listening to Fox News. 
This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors. Offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Superintendents across the state are having to make some tough choices as students return to the classroom in the midst of a spike of COVID-19 cases. Oxford Superintendent Bradley Roberson took some heat from parents when he implemented a mask mandate that will last until August 20th. The guidance from the Department of Health just says if kids are in masks, then it eliminates the need for quarantine. And if we can eliminate the need for quarantine, we can keep kids in school. The goal is to avoid full virtual learning at all costs. Both Oak Grove and Purvis High Schools in Lamar County were forced to go back to virtual learning just days into the school year after an increase in cases. And the suspect in the wreck at Keesler Air Force Base last week, which claimed the life of an airman, is now out on bond. WLOX reports that Emmett Bennett waived a preliminary hearing regarding the involuntary manslaughter charge and was granted a $25,000 bond. This is a big deal. Now at healthcare.gov, millions more people can afford health coverage. Due to the COVID relief law, four out of five customers can get a plan for under $10 a month with financial help. For doctor visits to preventive services to prescription drugs, these are quality plans. You can do this. Sign up by August 15th for a health plan. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Prevention providers such as insurance agents and doctors are necessary, but they're not free. Another is 811. By calling 811 before you dig, pull a stump, or erect a mailbox, you could be preventing a call to 911. This service is free, and free is a beautiful thing. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Three Mississippi students have been named 2021 HBCU Scholars. Through the White House Initiative on Historically Black Colleges and Universities, these students are being recognized not only for their accomplishments in academics, but also leadership and civic engagement. As part of the group of 86, the Mississippi Scholars include Ganessa Williams at Rust College, Kaylin Johnson at Alcorn State, and Sydney Burks at Hines Community College, which has received HBCU status at its campus in Utica. And Despite a shaky finish, past Christian native Corey McGee will advance to the finals in the women's 1,500-meter race in Tokyo on Friday. She tripped and fell during her semifinal and finished 11th, but she protested to referees that she had been tripped and won that protest. And former Mississippi State and current Dallas Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott ranks third on the NFL Players Association Top 50 Player Sales List. He's behind only Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. 
The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Real talk for real Mississippians. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Exciting news. Brace yourself. More Sports Talk Mississippi. Now. Back with you, 5 o'clock hour, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, broadcasting live in the Pearl River Resort studios. Check out pearlriverresort.com for more. Let's go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. Keith Carter, Athletics Director at Ole Miss, joins us right now. Keith, what's up, man? Not much, Richard. How are you? Doing well. Appreciate a few minutes of your time this afternoon, as always. Uh, when we last visited, it was 95 degrees. We were all sweating. You were still wearing a sport coat. And there wasn't a whole lot you could tell us at uh, at that point about the whole expansion. But, boy, things moved in a hurry. Uh, Texas and Oklahoma have been admitted, I suppose, to the SEC. July 1, 2025 is the date. There was a unanimous vote, 14-zip, for uh, their admission into the league. Why, from the perspective, from your perspective at Ole Miss, did this make sense for the SEC, particularly as it pertains to Ole Miss? Well, you know, I think I think Richard, we're we're uh, in the midst of uh, kind of a seismic shift in college athletics, and I think we could all see it coming. Um, you know, I, I didn't think it would happen quite this quickly, but uh, obviously these these dominoes have have started uh, a little sooner than, than maybe we expected. But um, you know, Oklahoma and and Texas were leaving the Big Twelve; they were going somewhere. And, you know, if they, if they go to another conference, um, guess what that's going to mean for the SEC? Then all of a sudden we have to start jockeying for other teams and other, other programs. So why would we want to pass on, on two of the, the top brands out there? You know, and so obviously the SEC is, is the best conference in the country. And, and, you know, by adding these two, uh, you know, brands, it's going to even bolster this conference, make us stronger and, you know, I think for us at Ole Miss, and, and really if you're in our league, you, you want to be with the best, play with the best, and, and have those opportunities. So we're excited about it. Um, you know, obviously there's a, a financial impact that I think could be very lucrative long-term as well, which is, which is exciting. But you know, I think for us it's about you know, making our league stronger. Um, and I give Commissioner a lot of credit. You know, he, he's always forward-thinking. Uh, the presidents and chancellors, the ADs, I think everyone uh, you know, jumped in line pretty quickly and, and got this done. So 
It's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, look forward to all the competition we're going to have with these two new uh, great programs. I think we've talked about this in the past, but I'm curious. You mentioned the financial impact, and we can all assume that the, the television media dollars are going to go up and up and up. Do you think that that money matters more at places like Mississippi State and Ole Miss than it does perhaps at, at a Georgia or a Texas A&M because it is a bigger percentage of your overall budget? I mean, I, I know extra money is good for everybody, but when it makes up a, a larger piece of your overall financial puzzle, if you will, does that mean it, it means more and you can do more with it? Yeah, I think it does, Richard. You know, I think um, several years ago when the SEC network started and, and some of these these media contracts started getting bigger and bigger, and, and those were being distributed to the to the institutions. You know, I know here at Ole Miss it was a, it was a huge windfall for us. You know, we were able to do things that we weren't able to do in the past, and you know, I think we'll continue to see that. You know, you look at Texas who comes into the league with a budget of you know two hundred and thirty million or whatever it is, and you know, we're sitting here about half that. Um, you know, when, when you're adding, you know, several million dollars on, on top of what you're already getting, that's going to be huge for us. And to the points you just made, you know, maybe that doesn't it doesn't do as much for a two hundred and twenty five million dollar budget. So um, it's going to be big. And, you know, we, we've always prided ourselves here at, at Ole Miss. And, and I think John would say the same down in Starville. You know, we try to do more with less. We try to be efficient. We try to get the things done that we need to do. Um, but when you're talking about adding, you know, these significant you know revenue streams and, and dollars, it's going to be a big deal. I wish we weren't headed in this direction. I wish COVID was not part of the conversation, but because of what's happening in the South and in Mississippi and all over the United States with the Delta variant that's kind of back on the forefront again, uh, what what are you hearing? What are you preparing for? What are you looking at? Is it business as usual? Just kind of take us down that road. Yeah, you know, I, I was I was talking to somebody yesterday, and you know, we were sitting here a couple months ago, and right in the middle of a of a really cool baseball season and full crowds, and 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 you know, our, our cases were really down, and you know, we're thinking we're in a pretty good spot, and then you know, obviously this Delta variant has popped up on us and is spiking right now, so it's you know, it's caused us to you know have some of those conversations that we were having this time last year, you know, and unfortunately, I, I think that those are prudent right now. We we've got to we've got to look at this. We've got to you know, take it seriously and continue to monitor, you know, what we're doing. But, you know, I think from a standpoint of, of where we are with our fall sports, uh, you know, obviously you have football and, and, and soccer, which are outdoor, volleyball is, is indoors. Um, so I think right now we're planning um, as, as much as business as usual as we can for the outdoor sports and, and obviously, you know, thinking about, you know, what it might mean for our indoor sport of volleyball, what it might mean in the classroom here at Ole Miss, those type of things. But, uh, you know, we're going to continue to monitor, you know, our hope is that, uh, you know, this thing will, will, will spike quickly and, and go back down and, and we can get back to some, some more normalcy. But, uh, you know, it, it is unfortunate that, uh, you know, we're talking about this, you know, almost as much as we were this time last year. Going back to SEC Media Days, Greg Sankey didn't directly answer, but he indirectly answered the question about postponements and the fact that there weren't built-in extra days in the calendar this year to reschedule games. I, I think he didn't want to necessarily use the word forfeit, but it sounds like that's what he's talking about. And so going along with that is the conversation about vaccinations. And you know, I think the, the league and the individual schools have all been pushing that as hard as they can. Obviously, people have different opinions about efficacy of vaccines and 
personal opinions about that. Where are you guys in terms of student athletes, how they're approaching this? I don't know how specific you're, you you can or are willing to be. Yeah, you know, I, I think Richard, it's it's obviously a, a very big uh, you know point that we're, we're we're walking through and talking through right now. Uh, we have some teams that are that are have great percentages, you know, up in the ninety you know, ninety percent of, of being vaccinated. We have other teams that that aren't there yet. You know, obviously football is the one that everyone talks about, and you know, I think right now we're we're probably in in the sixty percent range, somewhere maybe just a little higher, and. Um, I'll be honest. The last couple of weeks, we, we've actually done a really good job of, of getting some more some more uh, student athletes vaccinated in that program. So we're we're continuing to push that, and um, you know we'll, we'll we'll hope that we can get up in that you know eighty eighty five percent range you know before the season starts. But you know again, it, it's it's a tough one because like you said, I mean people have different opinions, and um, you know we, we certainly want everyone to make their own decision on that. But uh, you know I think if you look at if you look at the science and you look at kind of what's happening right now. Um, you know, there's a ton of cases, and, and, you know, a lot of the ones that are getting really sick are the ones that, that haven't been vaccinated. So uh, we're going to continue to educate. We had a great panel with, with several uh, doctors last week with, with all 400 of our student-athletes and got a lot of information, a lot of facts out there. And, um, you know, I, I think our, our student-athletes listen to that, and, and we've seen a, a jump, uh, you know, in our vaccination rate. So we'll continue to do that, and, um, you know, we know that it's going to be a struggle this year, you know, uh, with no makeup dates and, um, you know, we want to make sure that we're as healthy as possible every week. So we'll continue to push that. Keith, what's going to be testing protocol for, for vaccinated student-athletes versus unvaccinated? Well, you know, I think we're still kind of looking through a little bit of that with the SEC Medical Task Force. But, you know, from my understanding, if you're if you're vaccinated, you, you won't be in the protocol. You know, you'll, you'll be able to, to just, you know, not be tested. And, and only if you're symptomatic would you would you have to test. Um, you know, the ones that are unvaccinated, they would have to be uh, on at least a weekly, uh, maybe biweekly type schedule of, of getting tested. And so um, we're going to be prepared for, for whatever, you know, that brings. And, and the unvaccinated, we'll, we'll make sure that those are tested. And, and like I said, try to keep them as healthy as possible as well. In terms of football tickets, what are the numbers looking like? Obviously, you're bouncing back from what was a incredibly unique year a season ago are the numbers where you want them to be well we're actually richard um you know we we put our budget estimates in every year and we're about uh, at that number right now we're about thirty-two thousand sold um that doesn't include students it doesn't include uh you know visiting tickets it's just the, basically the fully priced season ticket so that's about where we where we hope to be um, you know, I, I do think that there's still a, a large group of people that are kind of in a wait and see mode. You know, they want to see one if we're actually going to get to the season, if we're going to play. Um, you know, I think some people last year that bought season tickets, um, you know, then they would have to push their money forward. And we only played five home games. I think there's some people that still remember that, and, and they may go the game by game route this year and just buy individual game tickets or mini packs, which we're going to offer here in a couple of weeks. So um, I, I don't worry about attendance. I think we're going to end up getting the, the full stadium and, and get to where we need to be. But I just think this year it's going to be a little more, uh, a little different for the way people purchase tickets. But uh, I think when we, we start winning games and, and this you know exciting product we're going to have on the field, I think people are going to want to be there to watch. If we get back to the point where things are 100% normal, uh, maybe not this year, maybe two, three years down the line, What's the number that that makes you feel great in terms of season ticket sales? 
Well, we, we hold about 64,000 in our stadium. And again, you know, there's, there's 10,000 of those that go to students and 5,000 that go to, to visitors and probably another 2,500 that go to player guests and, and those type of things. So, you know, I think our number for actual full t- season, uh, ticket sales, if we max that out is around 42 or 43,000. So we hope to get back to a sellout. You know, we've got a big campaign coming up, uh, at, at some point here where we're going to renovate the west side of the stadium, we'll see what that means with our attendance. It may bring it down just a little bit as we add some premium components. Um, but I, I think we want to get back to a sellout. You know, with 64000 it's important for us to, to have every seat in there sold. And, you know, whether that's through a season ticket, you know, platform or, or game by game, uh, we want to make sure that that place is packed. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Checking in on your afternoon commute so far, a smooth ride with no reports of any accidents, just your usual drive time congestion. But remember, if you see a traffic problem, please contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models. With tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra. The world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra. Available at the Tractor Store in Richland. The doctors at Carter Sledge Family Dentistry are general and cosmetic dentists. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you'll find one of the most state-of-the-art facilities in Mississippi, along with a friendly staff and doctors who are both professional and compassionate. Meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Call 601-607-7876. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. Watkins Construction and Roofing. They are the premier company to count on. I know that by personal experience and customer satisfaction and a professional team with the experience of a NASCAR pit crew. Plus, state-of-the-art equipment from start to finish. It also includes the respect for your home or business with a meticulous cleanup when the job is done. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com nomoreroofleak.com Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Shrimp. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Fresh Gulf Oysters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your Fresh Seafood Headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive. 601-790-9407. Hey, this is Brad Harbor at the range in Gluckstadt. If you ever found yourself in a life or death situation, do you possess the mental and physical skills needed to survive? We are offering defensive handgun classes taught by someone who actually lived through such a deadly encounter. Dr. Larry Goldstein, if you want to be better able to defend yourself or your loved ones, you can sign up now at rangebyjimmyprimos.com or call us at 601-746-2202 for more information. Find out what's happening in Mississippi politics and what it means to you on the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi or Sports Talk Mississippi. Now. Now. 
Keith Carter joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. Glad to be with you on this Wednesday afternoon. But there are a couple of things that jumped out with regard to testing for players. If you're vaccinated, you don't have to. I give it a week. A week of, of the players who aren't vaccinated being tested constantly before they all say, the heck with this. How, give me my shot. Yeah. I don't know that anybody wanted to hear Keith Carter or John Cohen or anybody else say that we're having a lot of the same discussions we had a year ago. Hey. Well, I mean, you know, those guys are, you know, they have to cover all their bases. So they're, they're going to have those discussions. They're probably not as all-encompassing as they were a year ago. They, my guess is a year ago, they were meeting every day and trying to figure out what they were going to do. At this point, A, they already have a blueprint for if it goes south, what do we have to do? But yeah. B, you know, they can also, like, this time a year ago, you couldn't really have the positive, hey, what if we can have a full capacity conversation? Now you can We're closing in on the date that was about the darkest a year ago. It was yeah. right around the 1st of right August when now. camp was supposed to start where mm-hmm. there was great trepidation as to whether or not the season was mm-hmm. actually going to be played. I remember that Monday, like, getting on this show and thinking, what the hell are we going to talk about for the next five months? Like, that was my – that's. I came to work that day thinking that, and then I think, you know – I hate to say that I thank God for Greg Sankey, but <laughs> thank God for Greg Sankey just saying, nah, let's let's wait it out, guys. Yeah. I mean, there were some pretty courageous people that were like, nope, 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 we're not shutting it down yet. Yeah. Regardless of what the Big Ten, regardless of what the Pac-12 did, we're, we're not shutting it down yet. And I, look, I mean, I think some of those same people are saying, we're going forward this year, and, and we're playing ball. And we don't have a bunch of extra dates built into the calendar, and we're going to roll with it. And we're going to open our gates, and we're going to open the tailgating areas, and we're asking people to be careful. And if you don't feel comfortable, you should probably not come. They're encouraging people to get vaccinated. Are vaccines 100% effective? Of course not. Absolutely not. Does getting the vaccine mean that you will not, at some point, test positive for COVID? No. There is a lot of evidence, though that people who end up testing positive for COVID who are vaccinated, who have gotten their shots, do not have the same rough time, especially with this Delta variant that seems to be more contagious and more fast-moving and a little nastier. So far, knock on wood, the evidence is overwhelming, which is a, a great thing. And also, I, I was just like at the beginning of the show, and I know a lot of people listening now weren't at the beginning of the show. Uh, it sounds like Keith Carter, I mean, already knows what the SEC's policy is going to be. He told us what it was going to be. It's encouraging 
when you consider that they're not going to be flexible this year like they were last year. There's no postponements. There's no extra weeks. There's no no contests. If your team has an outbreak and they can't play, guess what? It's an L next to your name. And so the policy being that of if you've gotten the shot, we're not going to test you. If you're showing symptoms, yeah, we, we have to. But if you're not, we're not going to test you. So if you've got a team that's 95%, you're playing every Saturday. You're playing every Saturday. So no post, or no cancellations, no forfeits. If you've gotten there, you're playing every week. Congratulations. Make all the money, win all the games, all good. That's really encouraging. Because the NFL's reversing course, by the way. They're about to start testing every player every day again. And that's going to lead to some issues for them. Wait, the NFL's about to do that? That's the reporting out there. Yeah. Jeez. That's the because they're going to get their players vaccinated. Yeah. They're going to do it. They they they're going to do everything short of we're requiring you to do it. They are going to make your life a living hell. If you, you know what the biggest it. concern about a forfeit is? It, it's not the L on your win-loss record. Right? It's the it's, perception. No, 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 no. You don't it's think it's financial. the perception of a... Well, yeah, obviously, but like the perception of... As a coach, you allowed this variable to take a win off the board to cost us money. I, if I were an athletic director and we forfeit a game, I'm firing the coach. I, I, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a whole problem doing it. Like, you could have handled this. You could have gotten this done. Instead, we're not playing football this, this day because you decided to... To not handle it. It's so different than if you just were like, hey, we didn't practice this week. Nah, right. I don't 100% agree with that. Well, I'm just saying. Because, so, because so you think is, that Nick Saban has dictated to his players you will get vaccinated? Short of saying, if you do it, I will kick you off the team. Sort of putting himself in any legal liability? Yes. Yes, he has done that. I wonder what the approach was from Nick Saban. And he's talking about the fact that they brought in high-level doctors and lots and lots of people to talk to their teams. Do you, you want to think play? it was as simple in, as in a players-only meeting that said, if you want to play and you want to practice, get the vaccine? Yes. Because we're not losing games because yes. of you. Yes. We've I got enough good players. That. We'll be okay mm-hmm. without you. Yep. I fully believe that. Hmm. I mean, here's the thing. Think about the fact that if you can't play because it's a home game. Like, you've got a home game, home SEC game, and you get shut down, and it's a forfeit. That's ticket money that has to be refunded. You've already paid security personnel and all the logistics stuff that goes along with game day. I mean, if it's not an SEC team, you may still have to pay a... uh, You know, a guarantee or something along those lines. It's not out of out of the realm of possibility to think the SEC would just say we're taking away your cut of money for that game. Well, they'll, they'll figure out the percentage of the television contract that that game was worth, and you're not getting that part of the check. Yeah, that's something that we've not talked a lot about. Though I've had I've had some folks that are, are pretty plugged in to different schools who have said a forfeit is disaster. And it has nothing to do with taking a loss on your record. 
And and that's from people who watched over a financial calamity a year ago. And, and so that kind of language that goes along with if you have a forfeit this year, it's a big deal. And, hey, Dad, I think you are 100% on to something. It's not just your home ticket sales and your concession stands and souvenirs and what you got to pay. I think if there's a game that you can't play because you have to forfeit from COVID, I think it's altogether possible, if not likely, that the SEC will say, and you will lose a cut of your TV revenue because you didn't play that game and we lost revenue for it not being there. Mm-hmm. What, did you, what is the term you use, the carrot or the whip? Whip's a lot bigger than the carrot, unfortunately. The stick. No, no, I, I was not using a whip. It's carrot or, or stick. stick. Right. The, the, whatever it is, the punishments are a lot. I mean, the, 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 the rewards are you don't have to be tested. You get to play. Those are great things. You may cost the university a few million dollars. That's a heck of a punishment. And that's, I mean, maybe you don't fire a coach, but do you dock his salary? Like, well, you just cost us a million dollars, coach, so guess what? That's coming out of your check. Yeah. That's just the way it's going to go. If you want to be a part of the conversation, you may do that. Ceasefire text line 601-879-4395. We get a message on the Ceasefire text line that says, "Please don't uh let's see here. I got COVID right now for the first time. It's rough. I'm 27 years old. It's been brutal. I really wish I would have gotten a vaccine." And the vaccine wouldn't necessarily have kept you from getting COVID, but the evidence shows that it lessens the severity. Right. Significantly. There was somebody bad at us earlier for giving medical advice. And we're not giving medical advice. You do what you want to do. But it makes a lot of sense. And look, I know they're, they're, look, they're, they're outliers too, right? There, there are reasons that some people have said, no, I've got conditions that I don't know how a non-FDA-approved vaccine w- would affect some of the other health conditions I've got. That's reasonable. You, you were making an educated and a calculated decision. Get another question. If a team is 100% vaccinated, do they have any chance of having to forfeit if 20 vaccinated players show symptoms? I don't know. And look, I mean, I think the SEC, you were talking about how severe it could be in terms of the SEC. If you got your whole team vaccinated, if you got 90% of your team vaccinated, you're above the threshold. That may look a little bit different than we only had 61% of our folks vaccinated and it put us in a spot where it made us vulnerable and then the worst thing happened and we had an outbreak and had to shut it down. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a beautiful day on tap. Sunny skies, high near 90 degrees. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 66. Your Thursday, sunny skies, high near 92. Thursday evening, partly cloudy, low around 70. And for your finally Friday, a 20% chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 92. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. 
This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High, Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. Calloway's has just received a large shipment of ceramic pots. All sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the South, period. We offer bulk soils for the do-it-yourself project. Callaway's offers landscaping. Designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformations. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway south of Germantown Island. Callaway's is all month long, we're celebrating the red, white, and blue with huge savings to you at Mazda of Jackson. That's right. Nothing is more American than shopping for a great deal. And we're offering some of our best ever on our new vehicles throughout the month of July. Get 0.9% financing for 63 months on new 2021 Mazda CX-9s. That's right. 0.9% financing. Or choose 0.9% financing for 60 months on new 2021 Mazda CX-5s. Plus, you get your first year of oil changes on us. Credit problems? Not at Mazda of Jackson. No one works harder to get you approved than our team of credit specialists. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Have a trade? Bring it in. And we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. And as always, buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. So come celebrate the red, white, and blue and save big while doing so. Only at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com. For the proof of like Mazda, see for details. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Superintendents across the state are having to make some tough choices as students return to the classroom in the midst of a spike of COVID-19 cases. Oxford Superintendent Bradley Roberson took some heat from parents when he implemented a mask mandate that will last until August 20th. The guidance from the Department of Health just says if kids are in masks, then it eliminates the need for quarantine. And if we can eliminate the need for quarantine, mm-hmm. we can keep kids in school. The goal is to avoid full virtual learning at all costs. Both Oak Grove and Purvis High Schools in Lamar County were forced to go back to virtual learning just days into the school year after an increase in cases. And the suspect in the wreck at Keesler Air Force Base last week, which claimed the life of an airman, is now out on bond. WLOX reports that Emmett Bennett waived a preliminary hearing regarding the involuntary manslaughter charge and was granted a $25,000 bond. Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. 
The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. From the coast to the delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here. With Super Talk Mississippi News, what happens, why does it happen, and how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. Real sports talk for Mississippi. It's time for you to get real with it. Sports talk Mississippi continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Well, I'm going to miss her. When I get home. Right now, I'm on this lake shore. And I'm sitting in the sun. Concerts are back Saturday, August 28th. It's Harry Connick Jr. at the Brandon Amphitheater. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.com and at the Brandon Amphitheater box office. And if you've got the Super Talk Mississippi app, you have a chance to win a pair of tickets to see Harry Connick Jr. Go to the Super Talk Mississippi app, click on Contest, and enter your info for a chance to win a pair of tickets. Giveaway only available on the Super Talk Mississippi app. If you don't have it, download it for free in the App Store or on Google Play. And while you're there, if you don't mind, give us a five-star review. For contest rules and regulations, visit supertalk.fm. It's time right now for the College Football Fix. College football fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, these SUVs are built to command the road of the 2021 Ford F-150. Smart, tough, and built to get the job done because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few. They are built for America. Test drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. Max Johnson's going to be the starter at LSU. We know that because of Miles Brennan's injury. It's going to have him out for two to three months. And so, when we look at quarterback battles in the SEC, is the most interesting one happening on the campus of Mississippi State. And the reason I ask, because the stock answer is Texas A&M. But it appears that's more of a theatrical quarterback battle as opposed to a real quarterback battle. Where in Starkville, it feels like a true one. Well, you know, looking at it from from that perspective, and I don't know if you guys saw this today, but there are some QB competition odds out there. Um, 
and State is obviously one where you can get them. Will Rogers is a minus 225 favorite, which is a pretty big favorite, to be totally honest with you. To go on what Borky said, Haynes King is only a minus 140 over at A&M. There is no real favorite at Tennessee. The, the, I guess there's everybody's sort of an underdog there. The, the, the best odds are plus 100 on Joe Milton. Yeah, I, I do agree that I feel like Will Rogers is going to be the starting quarterback. If, if tomorrow was the first game, Will Rogers would start. But I think there's some opportunities here in camp, which I got, got an email today. First three practices are open to the media. I, I'm going to go to football practice, guys. I'm so excited. I'm not even being sarcastic. I'm legitimately excited to go. Um, you get to stay the whole time? Yeah, the first three practices are open, it says. I won't go tomorrow. Or I'm sorry. When they are in helmets and t-shirts and yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, nothing's going but, on. Hey, so I'll miss the Friday practice because I'll be here. But Saturday, Sunday, I'll go out there. Um, I feel like there's an opportunity there for Jack Abraham and for Sawyer Robertson to uh, to get into the, Sawyer Robertson at plus five twenty five. If you really want to bet on something like this, that's a lot of value because he's the most talented guy in my opinion. If he just comes out there and he's just better than everybody else. There's an opportunity there uh, for him to win that job. So, How would you handicap it? Never mind what Vegas says. Yeah. Rodgers is a solid favorite. I mean, he might be more of a favorite than even they're saying, three to one. I mean, it, I mean he, 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 he is coming into the season as the, the starter. Abraham didn't just show up, though, because he, he likes Starkville. I mean, he's an Oxford native. So he obviously thinks he can win the job. Um, he probably, my guess is he looks at Gardner Minshew and says, I can do what he did. Um, and then Robertson's a four star, high four star kid who's been a, a stud out there in Texas. He's certainly not going to walk in here and think that he's, you know, laying down for anybody. There's going to be the perception that he's Leach's hand picked guy, the first quarterback that Leach signed. So all three of these guys have a good opportunity. I think Rodgers is the solid favorite. I would rank Robertson ahead of Abraham. I think I think if you have the opportunity, if it's close, and you can put the guy in there who's going to be the guy for the next three, four years, do it. Now, you could say that about Rodgers, obviously. I have a question. But, yeah. Let me interrupt right there because i got a question. Sure. If Will Rogers wins the starting job. Yeah. Is he a four-year starter? Yeah, I mean, I don't see him as an early entry guy, you know, because I mean, he, physically he's not an NFL prototype by any by any stretch of the imagination. But yeah, I would think so if he can hold off Robertson. The question is, is how, how long does Robertson hang around? That's the better question. But be interesting that, to see doesn't, where... that doesn't matter. I mean, if if Will Rogers earns the job and is productive, and productive in this offense will mean a four thousand yard passing season. Yeah, then, then at will. that point. He doesn't have. A, I don't think he has any heat next year going into the spring. I don't think it becomes a every year is Will Rogers going to be the starter. If he starts all twelve games, thirteen games, if they go to a bowl and and throws for four thousand plus passing yards, he's the quarterback. Yeah, for as long as he's here. And you know, would in in, in invariably throw for what? He threw for like nineteen hundred last year, so probably throw for close to fourteen thousand yards in his career if everything panned out the correct way. He could be knocking on the door to being the all-time passing yards leader in the SEC if that happens. Yeah, I was just about to look that up. Is it still Chris Leak? No, it's not. 
It's uh, I think it might it might be Drew Locke. That's it, no, it's it's not. It's Aaron Murray, thirteen thousand one hundred sixty six mm. yards. Locke is second. That's right. Where's Chris Leak on that list? Fourth. Who's third? David Green. That's right. Who started Lefty. at Georgia from two thousand one to two thousand twenty. Just finished up there. <laughs> Aside from the time that Aaron Murray was there, but yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Three Georgia guys in the top six. You wouldn't have you wouldn't guess that. No, because this when off. you think Georgia traditionally, you, you think, think running about back. running game, but here's the deal. Georgia has had a bunch of four year starters at quarterback. Yeah. Murray is one, David Green is one, and Eric Zire is the other guy on that list. He was a four year starter. Yeah. Two Florida guys, Leak and Werfel. What's, what's crazy is if that happens, I mean, zero confidence at all that Robertson would stick around, right? I mean, Ohio, oh, State's, no, yeah. Ohio State's going through the same issue. They've got That's, three right now engaging in a quarterback battle, three former blue-chip quarterbacks, four-star or better. And then they're bringing in the uh, the highest-ranked prospect in the history of ranking prospects is coming in as well. So they will have yeah. four guys of that caliber. Th- two, at, at least, least two, two are going. Gone. Yeah, and, and that's going to be... That's how it is for everybody. If you have a good young quarterback, I mean, you have to sign a quarterback every class. But if you get one as good as a redshirt freshman, the next two you sign probably won't last. You get a message on the ceasefire text line that says, Rodgers ain't the guy. Come on, don't be stupid. I, I get why you might believe that, but, but don't. please understand that I'm not being hyperbolic when I go down the road of, if this plays out with health and some good fortune along the way, if Will Rogers wins the starting job this year and is the starter throughout the season, that will mean that he is progressing and this is an offense that lends itself to putting up big numbers. Just go back and look at previous Mike Leach quarterbacks and pretty much everywhere he's been. Quarterbacks always put up big numbers. Cliff Kingsbury did. Graham Harrell did. David Falk did. Is David Falk? Falk at Washington Luke, State Luke. did. Luke, Luke Falk. Gardner Minshew did. There are others that I'm not thinking about. If Rodgers were to throw for just 4,000 yards a year for the next four years, which, you know, in a Luke, Leach offense isn't the biggest number. That put him at 13,900 for his career. No, because he has an extra year for COVID. He gets four. He has four more years to start. Well, okay. so assuming if he did that, he That's would have seventeen thousand career passing yards. Yeah, he would be the second all-time leading passer in NCAA history. Yeah, be right behind Case Keenum. Here we go. Rogers is the guy unless he collapses like KJ. Rogers showed some good stuff against Georgia and against Ole Miss. He did. Jason says, what do those Georgia quarterbacks have in common? First-round NFL-type wide receivers. Other than A.J. Green, who was the first-round receiver from Georgia? Heinz Ward. Yeah, he wouldn't play with those guys, though. Arguing against myself here, but everybody played well against Ole Miss. That's true. I mean... (laughs) It's not a false statement that you make there, Michael Borky. Not false. I was about to say, with all due respect, well, there's not much to do there.
Somebody said, is the Rodgers angst just because he had a bad spring game? I thought he looked solid last year as a true freshman behind a bad offensive line. Jason wants to know why people are so down on Rodgers. Because he was good but not great last year. As a true freshman in a COVID offseason. Yeah. I, I get all that, but still. Sports Talk Mississippi will wrap it up next. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. An accident reported in Hines County, I-55 northbound at Meadowbrook Road, exit 99, the right lane block, so please plan for delays in that area. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop, and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone, like Explorer and Expedition. These SUVs are built to command the road. And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, 
tough and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few, they are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford. Trustmark checking fits you to a T. Use the My Trustmark app to bank anywhere from your truck to a tent. Make mobile payments at retailers from Tampa to Tacoma. And with new Plus checking, you'll even get discounts on trips. Trip? Oh, hey, you stole my line. You need Plus checking. It has identity theft protection, too. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Your number one for sports talk. Anyone? 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 Come on, don't be shy. Sports Talk Mississippi. Bingo, man, bingo. Super Talk Mississippi. I'm in a hurry to get things done away. Rushing, rushing to life's no fun. All I really gotta do is live and die, but I'm in a hurry and don't know why. Don't know why. I have to drive so fast, my car has nothing to prove. It's not you, but it'll do zero to sixty and five point two. Hey, with you on Sports Talk Mississippi. Uh, Christian Garrett's tweeted this. He's New Orleans media guy at uh, WWL. Miles Brennan suffered his broken arm squeezing in one last fishing trip before fall camp. Flip-flop got caught in the wooden deck. He had his hands full of fishing gear. In fact, Miles thought it was a bruise and didn't go to get it looked at until the next day. Hope he caught something. <sighs> Brutal. That kind of tells you that maybe you shouldn't project a guy to be a 17,000-yard career passer. Yeah. When he's battling for the starting job in year two. Yeah. You shouldn't project, I don't know, Mississippi State to win another baseball national championship like they just did. I hadn't said one yet. I had to get on the board. Yeah, had to. So, it just occurred to me, too. I was like, oh, crap. Hey, by the way, when does that stop? Uh, when the next champion is crowned. I'm like, you know what? I'll stop when the NCAA, when the NCAA tournament starts. So you got till May of 2022. He'll eventually forget, won't he, Borky? There will be a day. I mean, football's coming. There will be a day. I won't forget, but there are days I take off that you guys won't do it. Yes. <laughs> like, yes, that is, that is the 100% truth. Don't you have a day off next week? I have two days off next week. Do anything fun? Not really. Just wanted a couple days off. Just FIFA. Play some video games. I might. Pull the curtains. I might do that. Now that Richard are, yell yeah. at me about, about, time, about time you got out of bed. Kids are uh, starting school tomorrow, so, you know, I can sleep a little later. Well, you'll have to take your kids to school, won't you? Well, I got one to take to school now, and and she uh, she's gonna be at eight forty. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's a little later. I can I can stay in the bed. Space says, "Well, you talking about a freak accident? What about his endorsements? Ah, who knows? He gets to keep them. You cannot. Yeah. So it's it's against the law. That, yeah. You cannot 
Oh, they can't have be a deal. Based. They cannot be performance based. So he gets every dime. Good for him. That a boy. That a game the system. The That's only the thing they can do is for the duration of your attendance at that particular school. So if it's like if he decides to transfer today, just yeah. you know that's not gonna happen. But if he did, then he could lose them. But yeah, he better ride that dude out to December. Yep. Can you imagine if this happened a year ago and Kylan Hill had had a bunch of endorsements? How furious would people have been in the middle of October, May? Whew. Did you guys see the news about the Memphis golf tournament? We got the um, WGC FedEx St Jude Classic. Happening this weekend, top fifty players in the world, forty-eight of the top fifty players in the world playing in the event. This is the third year that it's been a WGC event. Prior to that, it was a regular PGA Tour stop. It's grown. TPC Southwind's got a good reputation, and the announcement came yesterday when the PGA Tour put it out its forty-eight event schedule. They're going from four WGC events to two. The World Golf Championship Mexico event is turning into a regular tour stop. And Memphis is transitioning from a WGC event to the first playoff event. 125-man field, first of three playoff events leading to the tour championship, and it's going to replace the Deutsche Bank, which has alternated between New York and Boston for the uh, for the last few years. So TPC Southwind is going to host a FedEx Cup playoff event starting next year. That's pretty cool. Moving on up. August 11th through the 14th, so roughly the same time on the calendar. It's happening this weekend. Um, Xander Shoffley, fresh off of his gold medal in Tokyo, was quoted as saying he thought it was a great Venue, he said. Memphis does a really nice job running the tournament. Players love it, and he said, "Look, he said it's a fair golf course where you can shoot three to four under each day and have a chance to win the tournament." It's not one where, and look, they made some pretty significant changes. I remember late nineties. You had some years where the winning score was 22, 23, 24 under par, and it was just, it was no good. No good at all. You get a somewhere between 10 and 12 under, it's a pretty good week. So, anyway, that's coming up. We'll be back with you tomorrow afternoon for Michael Borky and Brian Haydad. Hey, Dodd. Hey, Dad. Whatever your name is. Latissimus. In the Pearl River Resort Studios, I'm Richard Cross. We will talk to you tomorrow. Have a great night. Mississippi Media Production.